0: Attack life, not others, with Tim Hoover and Steve Mitman. There's all
1: kinds of polls now showing that Americans and people throughout the world are unhappy. In fact, more or less happy than they used to be. It's climbing by leaps and bounds. I get it. There's a lot going on, that's for sure. Pandemic, you've got riots. It's an election year in America. But uh, that's not good. That's not good for this many people to be unhappy. What do you say, Tim? Well,
0: it's funny you brought that up because I have to tell you that I think it's it's such a necessary podcast to do now. And I know we talked about happiness in the past. I know we've had Bernie on talked about it's what you do that matters. And it's true, but it's hard. And, you know, whether it's our economy, whether it's ecology, our equality, all three things are coming at us at the same time. And we're paying for it. We have left a large footprint behind us um, for a long time and now it's time to clean up. And the truth of the matter is it won't be the same and we all will lose something, but we've got to shed some fat. You know, we've got to get rid of some things that have been around for a long time that has been draining us. One of them for me by far is distractions. Um, The distractions are increasing and I have to look at my portholes, the way I look at the news, the different things that I don't need. And I have to shed some fat. I have to get rid of this to survive. To me, this is, I'm in a battle. And um, the pursuit of happiness is my number one most important thing. How do I find happiness? How do I get it back? Um, am I at a 20% level, a 60% level, or a 0% level?
1: But, you know, it's interesting, though, because to me, it could be one of those ever elusive things. If you constantly are striving for happiness, it could always just be one step ahead of you and invade you um yeah it's important to be happy but i'm not disagreeing with what you're saying but i think others are so focused on specific things or people that think that's going to make them happy when if you just live and be uh that is happiness it's not like you live a great life and then you're happy you're you're happy and therefore you live a good life if that makes sense uh, it's it hard
0: i mean it's really it hard it, it is It is. I'm going to tell you a story, a a quick example of my old teacher, Master Hawk. And I was young at the time, and I used to take privates from him. This is when I transitioned from one art to another. and He was a great philosopher, and I think that's the biggest strength that he gave to me. And the topic we had was the topic that we're having now. And I was young. I was your age. I was stressed out half the time trying to keep the businesses going, the family happy and, and everything. I was going in a lot of different directions. And he said, Tim, he said, I want you to think about it this way. He said, did you ever peel an onion? And I, I said, no, not really. I mean, I, I know what a big onion looks like, but I said, not really. And he says, try it sometime. He says, you look at it from the outside and you start peeling it down to the core. He said, you start to cry. And he says, you start to tear up. And he said, to get to know who you are and what makes you happy is extremely emotional. And he said, to get there means that you have to have passion for it and really dig deep within yourself to find what that happiness is. Now, I didn't understand it at the time, but boy, do I do now. Um, the days and the times are different where we have to shed our skin. We have to peel the onion. We have to really look deep to find happiness. It will not come to us automatically. It doesn't. Nothing like that does. And we have to figure out, what is it? Is it is it our family that needs help? Do we need to to find ourselves again? I have an old friend that came to me the other day. He can barely stand straight. He is a little overweight and a lot of things are going on. And now he's trying to stretch, lose weight, all within a couple of months to think that it's going to come back real quick. And it does. not It takes years. And what I see now is that people have put on a lot of additional stress, anxiety on their, on their minds and their spirits and their souls. They have gained a lot of weight because they've been quarantined. And if they just think that's going to be okay, it's not going to be okay. they got work ahead of them, and they know, and it's painful. It's not easy. And to get to the core of that onion is going to require some tearing up. you got to figure out what kind of work is necessary. It is not going to come to you naturally. And when you look at the footprint we all left behind over the years, we had a very good decade. We had good times, and we left a large footprint behind us, and now we're paying for it. Whatever you believe or don't believe, um, politic it doesn't matter. Leadership, direction does not start with a 911 call. It starts with you, with everybody here, and realizing that the new normal is not normal and what we knew before is not what we're going to know now and in the future. We, as individuals, it starts one person and one day at a time. We've got to make the decision. This is a huge huge topic, and I want your input too, but I want to say one more thing before I stop rambling on here. I'm opening on Monday, and I find a lot of my members are still very fearful, and I get it. This is a dangerous disease, but all of us have to really realize that we have to swim at our own risk. We have to look at that swimming pool that had a big sign saying, no lifeguard. No lifeguard. Swim at your own risk, even though you know that there's a nine-foot deep section, and you could easily drown. You have to learn how to swim at your own risk and so i'm asking all of my students to take that and understand that all these businesses have to open up the economy still has to run we have to fix that large footprint that we left behind and we have to swim at our own risk nobody else is going to do it for us you know fear will freeze us and you know as well as i do studying the martial arts when you have a gun pointed to your head or you feel that your life is in jeopardy you have three choices and they're all led by the f-word one is you freeze two is you flee or three is you fight. Now you've got one of those three choices in front of you today and you've got to choose which one. Now you can break yourself free from that ice, but it's going to take a sledgehammer and that's what you got to do. And I firmly believe that. And I will go to my grave saying that, that we are fearful right now and rightfully so, but we got to figure our way out,
1: man you're on fire. See, this is what happens. I leave you alone for a few days, we don't record an episode, it it, it builds up in you. You're you're run, I'm telling you, you're going to run for some office someday. You need to. I'm not running for the no, office, need you to. know you, you need
0: should. to. No, nope, no, nope. you that's,
1: know what? See, politics have it, such it, a bad name because of politicians, but like this that's leadership. That's right there it's leadership. It, like I was enthralled by what you're saying. Every bit of it yeah, made see, sense. Thing of,
0: you're right, Steve. But see, the thing about it is, is every village has its leaders and businesses and in churches and synagogues and leaders are scattered all over the place. When you put them in jail for yeah, three we'll, months, you're done. And so the bottom line is let these people lead. You go to a good restaurant, you're going to go back. You go to a bad restaurant, you're never going to return. It's the same thing. Yeah, You're going to be doing this in everything that you do. And we've got to get back to our synagogues. We've got to get back to our churches. We've got to get back to our worshiping. We've got to get back to the things that make us whole. When you look at the five pillars, Steve, we talk we, we mind, body, spirit, family, and financial. One of those that is off the rhythm, that's off the balance, is gonna take the other four in a critical state, and that's where we're at.
1: Well, getting back to happiness, it's not something that you can look to outside sources for. You can't look to other people and other things. You've got to make your own self happy it goes back to the show i say this often but there is so much in those four words attack life not others the reason we're attacking others and again set politics aside it's clear that you know these things have been going on for a long time we're attacking others because we're not happy with ourselves but we blame it on others you got to make yourself happy you got to find what makes you happy a further analogy to martial arts and self-defense, the best defense is going on the offense. Self-defense is a legal term, but truly protecting yourself means you need to go on the offense. Eventually, you got to go on the offense. So it goes back to what you said. Do you freeze? Do you flee? Or do you fight? Well, here you got to fight. you got to fight for your happiness. Otherwise, you don't get it. It doesn't come to you. you got to go on the offense and do what it takes to make yourself happy you've got to actively work for it just like you say all the time anything of value you've got to work to maintain it you got to work to get it number one and then you've got to work to maintain it otherwise you'll lose it anything of value if you don't strive to keep up with it you lose it so that's maybe why so many people are unhappy i've got a few quotes here um i mean why try to Why try to rewrite it, okay? Some of the greatest minds in history have some incredible quotes. We'll start with this one from Ben Franklin. Happiness consists more in convenience of pleasure that occur every day than in great pieces of good fortune that happen but seldom. Meaning beauty is in everyday life. You're not all of a sudden going to, you know, just be happy. You've got to find happiness in the little things, the daily moments, little things. And then another one from Dale Carnegie. It isn't what you have or who you are or where you are or what you're doing that makes you happy or unhappy. It's what you think about. So you got to put your mind in the right place first and foremost before the body follows. And then you've got your mind, your body, your spirit, and like you said, family and finances. You got to be in the right
0: place. You do. And I'd like to say this last experience that I had, We just had to fly down to Florida on business and um, flew home, got back home safely. Nothing was fair. Nothing was right. And it was all crazy. But one experience, and I think I mentioned it to you uh, before, maybe on the podcast, maybe not. I don't know. But it's a lesson learned. Just pretend you're on the plane and you're flying and not me. And let's say you have your beautiful family. You have your wife and your two children. If something critical happens on that jet, who are you going to worry about first, yourself or your family?
1: Family, of course.
0: Sure. But what's the instruction? Every time, most people ignore it, but I didn't. Every time you get into a jet, they repeat the same words. If there's a lack of oxygen, the oxygen will fly and will drop down from this spot. You must take care of yourself first before your family. You must give yourself the resources, the oxygen to survive so that you can lead your family to safety. If you do the opposite, you kill the leader. You kill the most important person that can make those critical decisions at that particular time. That's where we're at. Leaders must grab that oxygen mask. They must breathe so they can create the villages, the churches, the stores, everything that matters to bring the happiness around that when we go see a cloudy day, we can still see the sunshine between the clouds. Things have to change and we have to make them change. This is still freedom. And along with freedom, yes, it's a choice and it's a risk and it's a cost. And along with freedom does come fear, but you must fight the fear for the freedom. And when you do, you'll feel a release. If you fight, you'll feel an energy. Because you fought for freedom, and now you do have it. You have it in you. And you have the ability to move and groove.
1: You don't even know this, but I've got one more quote, and I think we'll wrap up the episode with this because it ties it all together. You kept mentioning the word freedom. Another word you mention often is courage. You've got to have courage to grow. You've got to have courage to fight your fears. But here's a quote from Carrie Jones. Carrie is uh, an author. The secret of happiness is freedom. The secret of freedom. Yes is courage. So it ties it all together.
0: Yes, it does. And I thank you for that. And I hope people take it and run with it. I hope it continues with a domino effect that maybe a word or two that you said or that you quoted or I said will stick in your ribs and make a difference in your daily life. Create the freedom and get rid of the fear. Make it another day that we're all proud to be in this country and live the pursuit of happiness. I thank all of you for listening and being a part of this great podcast thank you for listening to attack life not others subscribe to our podcast and for more on our way of life through the martial arts go to
1: hooverkarate.com this has been a steve mittman social media creation, creation. steve Mitman social media.com